0: at loveisrael.org that's one word loveisrael.org now here's baruch with today's lesson
1: humanity is called to worship god and when we look at the word of god we find that there are reasons abundant reasons why we should worship him first of all we know that god is holy that he is righteous That he is just he is perfect he is good he is good in and of himself and he does that which is good and when we look at god's interaction with humanity we see that god is gracious he is merciful he is forgiving and that god desires a relationship with his creation i'm speaking about you and me with individuals so before we go any further just think about this this God who we're going to see in this psalm is above all things nevertheless God looks down to see you and me in other words God is interested in his creation he is interested in people he desires a relationship with them And when we come to know God, we are going to acknowledge His character, and we are going to worship Him. And the primary thing about worshiping God is praising Him. What a wonderful word, praise. And praise is ascribing glory. It is recognizing one's nature and and saying good things about that nature. And certainly God has a perfect nature. There is nothing evil. There is nothing wrong. There is nothing imperfect about the character of God. Well, take out your Bible and look with me to the book of Psalms and Psalm 113. The book of Psalms and Psalm 113. Now, this is a rather brief Psalm, but one that has great significance and we're going to see that this psalm as it begins we're going to see in verses one two and three that in each of these verses three times we're going to see that the word name as the name of god is going to appear and as we have been taught many times the word name is synonymous with character if if you were to ask me what is one of the most valuable things that you can do, and that is study the character of God. And after learning God's character, realize that part of what we're supposed to be able to do as redeemed is to implement God's character in our life. What does that mean? To be like him. Now, obviously, we don't become divine. We don't become God. But we are called to serve God to be like God and to do the things that God would have us to do those things that reflect his character by our actions God and we're gonna see this he reveals his character through his actions therefore we should reveal the character of God through our actions and what do we call that worship there's another word that we could use and that is word servants we become servants of God when we worship God. In fact, the Hebrew word for worship and the word for service is the same word, avodah. Therefore, worship is serving God. Well, look with me, if you would, to verse one. It's going to begin with one of the most well-known Hebrew words that there is. And this is that word, hallelujah. Now, hallelujah is a command. It is a word for praising so praise and then the word yah at the end is a abbreviation of that yudhe vavhe the first and the last letter relating to the god who was it is and will be so we see that god is forever he is eternal and because of the fact that god is eternal and we in and of ourselves and creation in and of itself is not eternal Only through God does one become eternal. Only through God does one last, endure. And therefore, we see that through God involves redemption. We can say it in a different way. Involves a salvation experience. So the first thing that we are commanded to do in this psalm is to praise the Lord. Now move on to the next part of verse 1 we're told the same thing that same word appears but only in the verbal form hallelujah is a word hallelu and then yeah attached to it here we only have the word hallelu hallelu is to praise and it's a commandment now who is god commanding to praise him well keep reading Avde hashem the servants of the lord and again we need to to underscore the fact that you can only become a servant of god through redemption meaning this as we are born naturally into this world we cannot serve god one cannot serve god until he experienced a new covenant redemption what does that mean a redemption through the blood of messiah and that causes us to be redeemed that word redemption is a word of of purchasing god purchases us so we belong to him and because of this new relationship with him through redemption we are made into a new creation a kingdom creation whereby we are called to praise him so it says here servants of the lord praise and the implication is praise the lord then it says again Hallelujah, praise the name of the lord And as I said, this word name is going to appear in verse 1, verse 2, and verse 3, the word name. And name is, and I'm sure most of you know this by now, the word name is synonymous. Its meaning relates to character. So when the scripture says, praise the Lord, it's telling us that we need to praise God for his character. And what we are called to be as servants of the Lord, we are called to serve God by implementing His character into our life in everything that we do. Look now to, to verse two. Word says, Yehi, Yehi is in the future, it is the word to be. So we could say, It will be what will be. The name of the Lord be blessed so we see a change from the word hallel to praise to the word lever or to bless here the word is mivorah and mevorach is in the passive so what it says here basically is this the name of the lord will be blessed and the implication is that's what the servants of the lord do now before we can move on we need to talk about this word mivorah or blessed that which is blessed it's related to a a concept liver is likened to the concept which means what to pull and oftentimes to pull down and what the scripture is revealing here is a spiritual law now let me say before i get any emails and letters and such do i believe god is sovereign yes i do 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 i believe that god can be manipulated no he cannot that would be against his sovereignty i cannot make god do anything humanity in no way can exert any control upon god we're called to submit but but hear this god in his providence god in his goodness God reveals spiritual laws, and these spiritual laws tell us if we do this, then God is going to respond in this way. We're not manipulating God. God is inviting us. He's saying, here I am. This is how I behave. If you do this, then I will do that. That shouldn't surprise us. When we, we do his commandments, we find blessing in fact that's called life when we don't do his commandments that's related to death and it's related to curse so keep his commandments life and blessing break his commandments ignore his commandments curse and death this is how god functions so here the principle is this when i praise the lord that is going to bring intimacy out of the heaven into my life in other words i am going to through worshiping god praising god i'm going to experience the presence of god it's not manipulating it's not controlling god that is heresy we don't do that we cannot do that but it's saying here's a spiritual truth apply that do that and this is how god's going to respond who reveals that god does in his word and this is at the heart of Yehi Shem Adonai Mivarech, the name of the Lord will be blessed. And notice that this principle is not here today and gone tomorrow, but it says, from now, me atah, from now, ve'ad olam, and that means until forever. So when we praise God, when we bless God, blessing God brings about an action from God. Blessing God, which is a form of worship, brings the presence of of God down from heaven and God's everywhere, but it's experiential. We experience God's presence and we can benefit from his presence. His presence will bring about change in our life and in our situations. Look now to to verse 3. From the rising of the sun, literally... We just have the phrase me, mi, Mizrach, Shemesh. Me mi is from, Mizrach is east, and Shemesh is sun. So from the east of the sun, what does the sun do in the east? It rises up. It is an idiom. Unto, mevovo, unto its, its city, meaning until it comes, meaning comes down. So from the rising of the sun until it's going down it says which means be praise and here's the third time the name of the Lord so we need to realize of all time and every day when it says from now until forever that means this is always true but he's getting more specific in verse 3 when it says From the rising of the sun, when does the sun rise? Morning. Until it's setting, when does the sun go down? At the end of the day. And therefore, what we find is that on a daily basis, we're called to praise, that the name of the Lord be praised, and the implication is to be praised by you and me, his humanity. Verse 4. Now, verse 4 begins with that word Ram, which means exalted and god is an exalted god and notice what it says ram exalted over all the nations and this can mean people can be a reference to humanity exalted over all peoples all humanity all nations is the lord and it gets even better than this and more powerful because it says and over the heavens is his glory so god is exalted over humanity over peoples and nations but his glory is over the heavens and what it's speaking about is that god dominates both heaven and earth and this word for glory is a very important one we've talked about it before but the word glory which is the hebrew word kavod is derived from another hebrew word kaved all we have is a a different set of vowels, so kaved means heavy and we can understand this heaviness in the sense of that which is highly significant sometimes that word heavy we speak about the weightier things when we talk about the weighty things we're talking about those things that are 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 heavy those things that are full of weight meaning they have greater significance and god's glory and hear this god's glory is an outcome an outcome of faithfulness of uh, righteousness of his will being manifested so we serve god and you say well how do i serve god i worship god i bless his name acknowledging his good character i want to exemplify and demonstrate his good character and then it says here when we do so that is going to bring about God's presence his power and the significance of God in the the sense of God's will his plans and his purposes God's going to come to bring that change whenever God is involved in something that's going to bring about a change which is according to his will look now to to verse verse 5 verse 5 speaks about the uniqueness of god and it simply begins with a question and that is me k hashem who is like the lord our god now i would suggest to you that this phrase our god is important because it speaks about god who is judge and there's no lord this speaks about his superiority his sovereignty that he is in control of all things and secondly he is going to judge and it says Eloheinu our judge he's going to judge you and me now that should should capture our attention you mean to tell me that there is one who is over all nations over the heavens superior perfect judge almighty and he is going to judge me yes he is now that should cause me to want to be found obedient want to be found doing what God has commanded me to do and first and foremost what does God command us to do to exemplify that is to do to to portray his character in this world so that people will look at us and they'll see our actions and what happens They praise God for his actions because we reveal something. We reveal that it's God working in us that causes us to be able to behave in this way. And therefore, because it's him working in us, he deserves all the praise, all the glory, all the thanksgiving, and all the adoration. So who is like the Lord our God? And then notice something else it's all about his greatness he's awesome but notice what it says he raises up meaning this God lifts up and he's lifting himself to set and where does he set well we've already seen his his glory is over the heavens so what is speaking about is God positioning himself in the most high the the high place this is where he sits. This is because of who he is, his character. There's none like him. But notice what it says in verse 6. Ha mashpili, which means that, that he, and some Bibles will say humbles himself. I would would not agree with that word humble. It's a word to make low. That's all it means, to make low. So even though God is is. In the most high heavens God will will come low that's what it's saying I'll make myself low meaning simply come down why to look in the heavens he's over the heavens so he looks in the heavens and also in the earth now the last thing we've seen about him in the previous verse is Eloheinu our judge and I believe it's a continuation God is going to come down and he's going to look both at the heavenly sphere that is angels for example he is going to judge them and he is going to judge humanity now i know the verse that says that we are going to judge the angels that's true but not in this life in the age to come after we receive our glorified body but the idea here is even our judgment of the angels is going to be based upon god's judgment meaning how god sees things we don't judge according to our own perception we judge according to the perception of god notice something else about god look at verse seven now we see a hebrew word it's actually the third word in this verse it's the word dal what is dal in hebrew one who has very uh, meager resources what does that mean he is destitute he is poor he has virtually nothing and what does God do may keep me that is he makes to rise up from and this is a word uh, uh, dust or, or dirt he makes to rise up out of the dirt the one who is poor and also from the the garbage it's a word ashbot, from the garbage he lifts up, and this is another word for someone who is extremely poor. Now, it's interesting because if we take the scripture for how it's being unfolded to us, and we should take it that way, this God who is in the highest heavens, who's over the earth, who is perfect, who is exalted, who is glorious, whose, whose character is, is without any type of blemish or, or flaw, this God does something when he makes himself low when he looks down at earth who does he see first what's the the emphasis the one who is of meager means that is very very poor and the one who is destitute and what is god about he is about lifting them out of this bringing a change into their life now this tells us something if we are going to worship god then we need to realize that part of our job is to be a a blessing to others, to be an influence that lifts people up. Not too long ago, I was speaking, uh, teaching, and the, the message had to do with edification. Now, that is important because that's what we're called to do. When we demonstrate the character of God, we are going to be edifying others. God's character builds people up. And that's why what God does is that God, his presence comes upon a people. And when his presence comes upon them or the individual, it is edifying, it builds them up. And that's what we're called to do as well. So he raises up from the the dirt, from the dust, the one who is poor, and from the garbage, he, he will raise up. The one who is destitute. Look now to, to verse eight. What does God do? Well, He takes such a person, and it says, "Le hoshivi." He makes them to to sit with, and then we have the word the honorable ones, nidivim, the ones who are generous, the ones who are are uh, exalted in this world from a human standpoint the nobleman we might say he makes them to sit with the nobleman and with the noblemen of his people not just any nobleman not from the perspective of the world but from his people his covenant people so god brings about a change a change of location now let's pause for a moment and realize something and that is this through redemption we are given a new identity through Messiah's Redemption we become the Saints of the Most High God and also there's a change in location although we may still physically be here in this body but we know that we no longer belong to this world through that Redemption we become part of the kingdom people our citizenship belongs in the kingdom and therefore we have a change in identity and a change in heritage a change in citizenship and what is that going to cause us to do to be involved in the lives of others just like he demonstrated in verse verse seven now look at verse verse eight it talks about causing these individuals to sit with the noblemen so we bring about unity through the ministry of of god to humanity we can take one who is destitute and see that god can transform them into a nobleman and bring them into unity with such a people of of his look at the last verse verse 9 now this is the same word in a different form moshivi which has to do with causing one to sit causing one to be located and we have a carrot habayat now, carried by it is a housewife. But, but this is related to the, the concept of something else. This is related not just to being a housewife, but when you look here, it's speaking about a woman who is, is barren. She has no house. What does that mean? She has no children. So God causes the barren woman who has no children, no household with children this is sons but with children to rejoice and what does what does this one do this one praises the lord now it's not exclusive it's not just one woman that he's doing this to this is his nature this is how he responds this is how god behaves so it's a beautiful verse look at it again he causes to to dwell or inhabit the the barren woman who has no house meaning no children with sons and this can mean sons and daughters to rejoice and to do what to praise the lord now let me conclude with this last principle what this scripture is saying is this our god brings change into people's life that's his nature and when we worship him for doing so you say well he hasn't brought a change into my life he's going to and what we do is that we demonstrate faith by praising god thanking god for what he's going to do how do i know he's going to do something different in my life very simple because god has a purpose for every human being and when we Obey a general purpose. What's that general purpose to worship God? When we worship God, let me say that differently when we serve God When we do this what's happening? God is going to work to bring a change into My life your life into every believer so that as they submit to God's will for their life doing those things God is going to reveal to them purpose. And not only is God going to reveal to them purpose, God is also going to give to them provision in order that they can fulfill that purpose. So let me just conclude by saying this. Until you grow in your commitment to worship God, to serve God, and to do so, why? I want God, you to be involved in my life. Good things only happen when God's in your life. So if God's not functioning in your circumstances, in your situation, you're going to have a very frustrating and a very difficult life. Yes, it's true that when God is is in our life, we can experience difficulty, but God is going to cause us to overcome. And the key is this that in the midst of the overcoming even before we see that process of change that enables us to overcome even before that that happens what should we do we should praise God praising God is a demonstration of faith let me say that differently praising God reveals to others that we believe in him that we have faith in him my situation I'm in a bad one. I don't see any change. I don't see any reason to to suspect, to expect a change. I, I'm not overcoming. I'm being defeated. What should you do? Praise God. Thank God for who He is. Thank God and praise Him for what He does. And as you grow in your commitment to worship God and praise Him in difficulty you're going to find that that praise, that faithfulness is going to bring God's provision, his perspective. So you can utilize his His provision to overcome and defeat the enemy and have his victory in your life. Why should we praise God? Because God shares his victory with you and me. And that's what salvation and that's what the kingdom is all about. While close with that,